what it is, what it do, what's popping. It's Marquise Q coming to you guys out of North Carolina, Salisbury, North Carolina to be exact. Um, I've been kicking with my dad um, since yesterday when my flight touched back down um, on the east side. Um, a lot of you guys know that I attended the Astro World Festival um, this past weekend in Houston, Texas. But before I dive into that, um, I'll really tell you all about my experience and, you know, what I've seen and, you know, the conversations I had with people um, there and, you know, people that wasn't there that came that, you know, called to check up on me. I was one of the first off, you know, pay my respects and give my deepest condolences to the ones that, you know, was not able to, you know, make it out of concert. Um, as we all know, or as you guys know, if you don't, then eight people um, passed away and hundreds and hundreds of people were um, injured and you know even more were hospitalized for the injury so um, I just want to first you know thank God for allowing the people that you know came with me myself and the people that you know were able to you know walk out the you know festival with very little or no injuries um, it's definitely a blessing I'm definitely grateful to you know still be you know walking on this earth still be breathing because like I said unfortunately um, some people didn't have that same luck. Um, so definitely, you know, deepest condolences to the families and the loved ones of those that passed and are injured or still receiving medical attention for the injuries and whatnot. I also want to, you know, appreciate or give a shout out to everyone that, you know, called to check up on me, called to check up on the people I came with. That really meant a lot. Um, you guys don't know, you know, how how relieving it was to actually like know that people cared to you know see about our well-being to see you know how we were feeling and whatnot so you know shout out to all the people that you know did that and also a shout out to the way the eight boys um i told them um that you know they were asking me you know how i was doing and you know in our group chat and whatnot how i was feeling and i told them that you know i can't really complain too much about you know how I've been or like how I'm doing because, you know, other people, you know, have it worse than me or, you know, a low knocker here with us. So um, I told the guys that, you know, after doing some time of, you know, thinking and like actually like reflecting on what happened and, you know, I, I don't really mind, you know, talking about, you know, my experiences or, you know, what I've, you know, seen. And, you know, like I said at the beginning of this, um, you know, just pretty much give you guys like a recap of what happened. Um, and things of that nature so you know shout out to the guys for allowing me to do this and you know i guess i really don't know where to start to be honest with you um i i guess i could start off with um i guess the moments leading up to you know the festival um i met some people you know at the airport i met this one guy who was on um, flying on the same flight to and from there you know i never met him before but you know we uh started chopping it up started talking about you know anticipating it or whatnot, you know, saying how crazy it's probably going to be. On the day of the festival, um, Friday morning, um, he went out there kind of early. Uh, he said he was out there until like 9 or 10 o'clock, and, you know, it was really, uh, it really started then, I think, because he was showing me videos of people, you know, throwing stuff in the air, um, just like acting rowdy, like, you know, early on in, you know, the concert. Before the concert even started, the concert it wasn't supposed to start until 1 o'clock. But people already lined up, you know, by nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and I heard some people even were there as early as three o'clock in the morning. So that all right, they already told me, you know, what kind of day it was gonna be. It's probably gonna be like an ass of people. Like it's gonna be maybe more people than I've ever seen ever at a festival. So, um, but my crew, we uh, we didn't get there until um, like nine o'clock. Or no, we didn't get there until like 
maybe like 1 2 o'clock um into the festival but as we were getting there um it really was like really just like a big like venue um a big like area where we were you know supposed to be at um they had like different security checkpoints uh when we got there um there was uh like somebody to check and see if you had a vaccine card there was another um checkpoint to see you know um what kind of stuff you were bringing in like you had a bag um they went through the bag well they were supposed to go through the bag but i say like the security there wasn't really up to par for the type of venue and what they expected you know the concert to be i don't know what they expected but as you all you know pretty much know or don't know this is the third annual festival that commenced and you know the first two you know uh, i've seen you know videos i've been on youtube to see like how those were and even the travis scott documentary on netflix um he kind of he kind of gives you a glimpse of you know what to expect from his concert like you know the things that happened at his concert so we wasn't there um during the time that they was breaking in that was happening like you know like way before we got there so we didn't you know see anybody you know actually like break in or see like a stampede of people like rushing into like you know the the area but you know we knew that you know it was it happened like we knew that you know this has the potential to get out of hand at any moment so we go into the festival like we're walking on the fairgrounds like we're you know just pretty much like taking everything in like it's it's pretty much like decorated how I think it would be decorated. Like they have like different stations for you to do stuff. It's almost like a fair. Like they had rides, they had a Ferris wheel, they had like you know different stuff like games you could play, like food trucks. Like it was really like the whole nine yard. Like it was a pretty nice setup. Like it was really something that I I undermined. They had like some place you could stand for for merch, but that's the other thing too. Like there was nowhere that you went that did not have a line so like even if you want to go to the bathroom if you want to just get some water like you literally had to wait in line for everything that you want to do within the festival so that was pretty much like you know walking into it that's the thing i didn't like but i mean what could i expect like other people were there just like me trying to have a good time trying to take it all in so it was just one of those things but you know as we started like you know walking around and like started doing different stuff um like i said the concert uh was supposed to start at one o'clock um I've heard that uh, Metro Boom was supposed to start it off at one, but I've heard that he didn't uh, show up um, on time uh, to actually perform. So uh, we didn't get to see him. But the first uh, performance that we did see when we walked in there, um, it was supposed to be Don Tolliver performing at 430. And I go on to kind of describe the setup of it. There's, there were two different stages. Like, I know there's like a lot of videos and whatnot circulating around about like the actual setup. And like I only see um pretty much one video um of one stage but there are two different stages the stages were for the other artists that um, were supposed to be performing like i said um metro Boomin, uh, master p was out there i didn't get to see him uh but don like the people i did get to see and i saw were don tolliver roddy rich little baby and SZA in that order and then after SZA performed uh travis scott was supposed to be performing at another stage um called utopia mountain and he was supposed to, you know, do what he needed to do because he was a headliner for the day. It was supposed to be like a two-day event. And uh, Travis Scott was supposed to be headlining um, day one, Friday. And then Young Thug, I assume, or I'm thinking, was supposed to be, was supposed to be headlining day two with, all, with you know, a bunch of other artists as well. So the first performance that we saw uh, was Don Tolliver. And that really was the kickoff of when things started getting out of hand, I would say. Like, a lot of people think that, you know, Travis Scott uh, performance was the one that, you know, 
was one that you know really was got out of hand like were really like things started happening um but i can't speak and say that you know people were not getting injured at the prior performances but just from my experience um don Tolliver was my first don Tolliver's performance was my first glimpse of like how crazy this would get um the girls that i came in with that uh that we all you know flew in to see travis to go to the festival they were you know pretty much at the point where they were uncomfortable you know in the crowd of people that we were in when we saw don Tolliver perform so they left so i was literally by myself um for the don Tolliver performance so um, just to kind of give you a glimpse or give you an idea of like, you know, what was happening. It was like so many people. Like you cannot go anywhere, like look in any direction, like move any place without bumping into somebody, without looking into somebody, without being like close to close to somebody, like in their face. So um, this was occurring like way before Travis Scott, you know, even came out to perform. Like like I said, like Don Tolliver was my, you know, first like glimpse of like how this could go. And like people, like it was everything that I pretty much imagined it could be like mosh pitting, like people raging, jumping around, like random people like bumping into me and whatnot. So it was pretty much uncomfortable and like chaotic from the jump. And to be honest with you, like you almost had to be a part of that culture to really like be in a good position to enjoy the concert like you had to be a part of the madness in order to you know really enjoy the show like you had to be jumping around like if you were trying to stay still or trying to fight against it that's when you had like the best the worst luck and that's when you know things probably could have went bad for you because everybody else is like the majority of people um were like out there like jumping around and doing whatever they wanted to do like in you know, regards to like you know the experience of, like you know enjoying the concert so you know, I was there, like, I was in the middle of, like, the mosh pit. I was pretty close to the stage when Don Tarver was performing, too. Like, I could, I was nearly close enough to touch the stage at one point. But the deeper you got into, like, the madness or the closer you got to the stage is when, you know, the wildness and, like, you know, the chaos started happening. Like, it was just one of those things where, like, I've never been in a situation like that before. But I felt like I kind of knew what to expect. So I kind of braced myself to, like, you know, be in a situation like that. So... Like I said, that was happening for Don Tolliver's performance. Um, it kind of like settled down a little bit when Roddy Rich performed. Um, but it picked back up when Little Baby performed. Like people were like mosh pitting, people were like jumping around, like raging, like had their phones out recording. So this, I say this probably went on. Like Don Tolliver performed from 4.30 to uh, 5. And then Little Baby didn't end his performance till 7. So this probably went on for like maybe, you know, two hours and a half, like going on three hours. And then um, the last person to perform on that stage was supposed to be SZA. And honestly, like I, like I mentioned earlier, like, there was supposed to be, there's two different stages. Like, the one that everybody was performing at and the one that Travis Scott was performing at. Um, when SZA, when Little Baby, the person that performed SZA, before SZA, when Little Baby ended his performance, a lot of people weren't staying at that same, like, stage area to see SZA perform. A lot of people at the Little Baby perform. They went straight to Utopia Mountain to see Travis Scott perform, you know, at his stage because I guess they wanted to get there early to get a good position or whatever. So, I mean, I was people. Like, <laughs> I went along with, you know, everybody else because I was like, damn. Like, everybody knows, like, I'm a Travis Scott fan. I'm not going to hide that. Like, I'm not going to add, like, you know, I'm not a fan of his music or, you know, what he does. Like, I'm a big Travis Scott fan. So, quite naturally, like, I'm trying to get a good position to see Travis Scott as well. 
So um, we go over there to um, see Travis Scott. Like we're in like the crowd of people walking. There's like already like a mass amount of crowd. I feel like more people were at that one than they were like at the other performances at the other stage. And um, me and my friend Brianna, um, she flew in from Kentucky. Uh, she's a big Way to Eight, you know, fan. Like she lives always to the podcast or whatnot. So shout out to Brianna. Um, she like walked me over to uh, the Travis Scott stage to see him perform and whatnot. And that like that those moments leading up to seeing him perform were probably you know when i feel like everything started like happening like you know the stuff you're hearing now started to formulate because me and brianna like the way we were positioned we were like you know near the stage but like we were eventually like trying to migrate closer like we're trying to get closer to the stage because i mean quite naturally you want to get closer you can like get a better view of everything but we um we were at the the far left of the stage, you know, um, beginning of, but the there was a clock, there was a countdown clock um, that appeared like on like the screen on the stage, and once that came on, I really like everybody started saying, oh, like everybody was like getting hyped and getting excited because you know I, I'm assuming that's I mean that was you know the countdown before Travis Scott was to appear. So, like I said, we started from, like, the left of the stage, and we were pretty good in our position. Like, we really didn't want to get any closer because I was like, I can see everything. I can, you know, like, get a good glimpse of what's going on. But we literally got pushed from, like, the left side of the stage to, like, the middle of the stage, like, unintentional. Like, we didn't even, like, we're trying to go anywhere. And, like, bro, like, you literally were, like, at the mercy of the crowd. Like, wherever which way the crowd moved, you had to go and like i mentioned earlier like you try to stay still you try to fight against it that's when it got bad for you so like like we didn't want to move closer to the stage but like everybody else was moving like everybody else was like literally pushing us to the closer like to the middle of the, like the um the crowd and closer to the stage so i mean we just had to be at the mercy of the crowd so um that was uh really my first glimpse of you know how you know this concert might be going and uh, that gave me kind of like a good idea of like you know what to expect but you know eventually uh the countdown timer you know gets starts to get like start to get closer to zero now then it zeroes out and then there's like a long pause and like the music starts playing or whatever and travis scott comes out to a song um escape plan like he dropped a song like the night before he comes out to escape plan and that like that whole introduction like he like the flames start coming out of nowhere like i don't know where he was at but he literally flew from like under the stage and like flew on the top of the stage and started performing like started going crazy everybody else started going crazy like i'm even going like me and brianna going crazy like this like this is just some like like this is like some astronomical shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we're literally like seeing this man perform and i've already seen travis scott perform but like i've never seen him perform you know in his hometown or whatever so he's going crazy like everybody else is going crazy and you know he's like getting the crowd hype or whatever like saying like you know what's up houston you know doing what an entertainer would do like a performer would do so that you know we stay for like the duration of that song and um it starts to you know you know settle settle down a little bit but then he starts to perform another song where like he's getting the crowd hype or whatever and then like it really started getting bad around then because people realized oh shoot this is travis scott like we're here like let's try to move closer but the girls um that we we started like you know quite naturally you don't know, like you know make friends with people that's close to you and whatnot but we were like near some girls and i guess one of the girls like she was shorter um she was starting to have i guess like a panic attack or an anxiety attack when she she was like you know like i'm ready to leave like i'm trying to get out of here and you know i looked at brianna and i was like you know 
it might be best for us to get out of here too because you know there's only it's only gonna get crazier like we're at the point right now where like we're not you know able to be comfortable just by standing still just by like you know trying to enjoy the show and it was getting harder for us to breathe like i said like all this is going on while people are still trying to like you know bum rush to the uh to the front of the stage or like near the stage so we eventually you know start to migrate to the back but as we start to migrate and mind you travis scott is still, is still performing still like getting the crowd hype he um like gets the crowd hype and people are still like trying to rush so like we're literally like maybe five of us four or five of us trying to like go in the opposite direction where everybody else is going so like i'm literally at the point where i'm like screaming in people's faces like telling them like get the fuck up out my way like bro like it's not that damn serious like i'm telling people that bro like y'all literally going crazy with somebody that y'all not gonna see like they're not gonna have a conversation with it doesn't know you from a can of paint like bro like y'all really like acting crazy for no reason and just to really get to somewhere that y'all probably not even gonna get to like for real so i'm doing that I'm like, you know, screaming at people's faces, like elbowing people. Like, like I say, you almost had to be in that situation. You had to be in the chaos in order to get out of the chaos. Like you had to be, you know, that person that was shoving, that person that was pushing to get to where you wanted to go. And as we get closer to the back of the stage, we're like, you know, still like bumping into people and whatnot. I, I think the girl's still having like an anxiety attack. Like I'm starting to see like people get carried out. People like, you know, um, it's almost like people like passing out right in front of me. And then we get to like the eventual like close to the back of it and then we just all of a sudden see like a big circle like about like bodies of people like on the ground and i'll never forget this like there's this one girl that was on the ground and she was like literally like shooting her face like trying to protect her face from like getting trampled on like she was screaming like help help please don't step on me all that kind of stuff and i'm like bro like this shit like that's that's the part of the festival or the part of the night where I was legit scared for my life, honestly. And I knew that um, the girls that I was with, Brianna and the other girls that I was with, I was like, bro, like, if any of us, if them, if they fall into that, like, that pit of people, like, there's, like, it's over. Like, there's no telling, like, what can happen. So I'm in straight survival mode at this point. Like, all manners, all politeness, all home training, all that goes out the window because, bro, it's like, literally, like, I'm like, fighting for my life at this point like, i'm trying to make sure that you know the people i came with straight and i'm straight that you know we're actually like going to make it out this alive and i was telling people like bro like people are legit dying like people are like you know like having anxiety attacks panic attacks not knowing that you know the severity of the situation like i said i can only speak for what's happening in my area i can't speak for like you know what was going on other places but from what i was noticing and whatnot like i was trying to i was using the term like dying and die to get people's attention not so much that i knew exactly what was happening you know so we eventually like get to the back of the stage or like get to not the back of the stage we eventually get to like the outskirts of the whole crowd and we're like almost like near the trees like near the vip area and you know we're pretty much like you know um pretty much like comfortable like people are still like you know popping their heads like listening to music and travis scott's still performing and you know i'm i'm pretty much content like i feel like i would like i honestly feel like i like was getting suffocated like getting like held like so tightly or like getting hugged on so much and then i was able finally able to breathe and actually like enjoy the rest of the show but i knew at that point like bro i'm not going back in there like there's nothing you can tell me that will get me to go back in there um but then um a song comes on knife talk comes on and i'm thinking like bro like there's no way that th like who i'm thinking about to come out is about to come out um 
And Brianna was telling me this, like, from the jump. She was like, um, I think Drake's going to come and whatnot. I'm like, all right, yeah, like, it sounds good, but is Drake actually going to come? But sure enough, like, mm -hmm. the <laughs> champagne poppy made his appearance. And, bro, like, when that happened, when he started walking out in that big, um, what my friends call it, big hunting gear and whatnot, when he came out in that big-ass hunting gear, like, bro, like, the crowd, like, there was nowhere that was safe at that point, bro, like, everybody from the back that was like in the trees or whatnot like in the vip area like everybody literally started like trying to get to the front like it was gonna touch drake or something like that like bro like you're not gonna get any closer than what you probably already are but like people were still like going crazy just for the fact that you know it was drake and you know i understand it but i still was kind of like pretty content uh where i was at but you know i was i was trying to get closer to get a better glimpse of him but while he's performing that it really like just took a turn like now nah, i've seen like no other um like people were still like raging people were still like jumping around moshing and whatnot so that that like you know happened for like you know until the end of the concert and but travis scott i also want to mention travis scott did indeed stop the show multiple times like, i don't know um what's been i'm gonna get to this later too i don't know like what's been like circulating or whatnot throughout the media but people if you're gonna tell the story tell the whole story like travis scott did stop the show like multiple times to like get the people help that they needed to get help with and before i get too deep into this also um like i said i'm not gonna hide the fact that i'm a travis scott fan like i am a travis scott fan like, he's one of my favorite artists like anybody that knows me well enough knows that but i just want to make it clear that i'm not defending any of the actions that happened i'm not defending him as an artist I'm literally just giving you guys an idea of what happened because it's different to talk about it, but I mean, it's one thing to talk about it, but it's different to actually experience it and then be able to talk about it. And I'm only sharing you guys experience because I've actually been in it and I actually know, I know what happened, but there's no way that I'm going to defend, you know, the, those deaths. Like I think that, you know, no one needed to die or like nobody need to get injured out there. Like the fact that that happened, is a terrible misfortune tragedy like it's just it goes beyond like anything that you know like anything that anybody stands for anything travis scott stands for anything that a, a normal like you know upright holding citizen should stand for like nobody should have to die you know at that concert but like you know as we're leaving the concert you know whatnot we start to we start to like you know hear people talk or whatnot and we eventually get back to our hotel and you know like we're like pretty much like you know going through the motion like we're recapping like oh man like this happened like can't believe drake came out and there's one kid like in like the back of the hotel well near the front of the hotel like he's like you know like you would have saw a look on his face like he looked very very like traumatized like he just like seeing some shit that he wasn't supposed to see and then eventually i didn't i didn't talk to him personally but eventually he goes to one of the girls and he like talking to her and whatnot and he pretty much explains to her and tells her like eventually after they finish talking he says that i think they're gonna cancel like day two tomorrow and we were thinking like bro like what you mean they're gonna cancel day two like this is a two-day event like we've only been through like the first day like we're already like planning on like you know what we're gonna do like how early we're gonna wake up to go to take day two and he's like just very adamant about saying that like, nah there's not gonna be a day two and then you know we eventually like continue to talk to him and he says that you know he remembers um stepping on a girl that was on the ground at the festival and he said that i don't think she was alive you know when i stepped on her like i stepped on her face and she looked like she wasn't breathing 
but you know i'm saying like like i said at this point we're very fresh out of console like we're still like trying to take everything that's in and when he says that we're like you know he might be you know being a little dramatic like he couldn't have been no more than like he was a teenager like, i don't know the exact age he was but he couldn't have been that old like he was definitely a teenager so we're like man he's best probably to be an old dramatic like he really doesn't know what he's talking about so um that that was the first incident of or the first like news that we got that you know like something like that actually happened and you know i left the hotel um after that to get some food from like a like a close by restaurant like a pizza place and i'm still like there's like a crowd of people like everybody that's at the pizza place just went to the concert they left the concert and people still are like talking about like i think they're gonna cancel day two like they're like even like talking about people like that actually actually died like, i know people got injured like you know i'm hearing people say like you know i heard i saw this person got carried out or whatnot i seen people passing out but i'm still starting to hear i'm still hearing like you know like death and like people actually died i'm like bro like this is the second time i've heard this so far so like i'm i don't know like something can't be right so i basically get my food i go back to the hotel um eat it you know take a shower do all that go lay down um it's like maybe like two o'clock or like one o'clock in the morning at this point um i get a phone call the um the next morning like maybe seven o'clock or something like that and it's from my dad and i'm like you know i, I pick up the phone like quite naturally with my dad so i pick up the phone and the first thing he says when he gets on the phone is thank god i'm like <laughs> I'm like okay like i said why are you saying thank god for that he said i know you know i was scared of, i was scared for my life that you know that i thought something had happened to you and whatnot i'm thinking like bro i told you i was going to the concert i let you know when i was going to houston i know it probably you know got crazy but i i didn't think you knew that like i'm trying to figure out like, how do you know like how crazy it got and he's and i'm like you know think about this stuff and i started to say something he was like well then you going to call your uncle steve back because he's worried too and whatnot um but whenever you get a chance like turn on the news or look at your phone um and whatnot so he like hangs up the phone at that point so i'm i'm still like kind of thinking like bro like like what happened like what is he talking about and sure enough when i like open my phone like turn on the news on the tv like the first thing that i saw that we saw because everybody's up at this point we saw that it said eight people died at Astro World Festival, like yesterday, like Friday, and we're thinking like, bro, there's no way that people actually died at the concert that we was just at, that we were just a part of, that we saw, you know, people at. But sure enough, like, it made national news. I think it made international news too. Like CNN was covering it, and the New York Times was covering it. So at this point, like, it's like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Like, we legit. Or like trying to like backtrack the information that we have or like you know try to like backtrack the events of what happened because we're thinking like bro like how are people like dead from this like this is not something that we expect anybody to die from and my thing is like bro like there's no way that any of this is like actually true like we were still like in so much shock from like you know the yesterday like seeing what we saw and then hearing that people die from it like it really was like we were like legit like in the hotel room for like maybe four or five hours just like trying to piece stuff together like really just like you know calling our loved ones checking in on people like so many people had checked on me like during that morning i was like bro like this really is like some serious shit like i did not know that you know like so many people knew i was in houston so many people knew i was at this concert but i mean quite naturally like you follow me on social media and instagram i was pretty much documenting like up until like what i could document um I mean, I lost service out there a couple of times, but if you were following me on Instagram, you knew I was at a concert. So I was thinking like, bro, like, 
like people really are like worried about us like this is something that you know like it's almost like you know like how you like hear about a school shooting or something like that like eight people died at such and so like this is almost like how people like treating us like we just survived like a shooting or something like that but in all actuality we were at a that i'm not gonna say I'm not, i don't want to say deadly event but we, we we were at an event that turned deadly you know at one point because people were you know acting crazy like getting trampled on or whatnot and there's also like another rumor about um like somebody going out there with a syringe like pricking people in the neck with fentanyl and like you know some other stuff i honestly can't speak on that because i didn't see anybody with syringe i didn't see you know i saw people pass out but i didn't see like what they were passing out from i just thought they were passing out just for the fact that you know they were dehydrated they were like you know off of something you know just you know different stuff so i can't you know confirm that you know that was true but you know, like just hearing like you know that people were out there doing that's kind of like bro like what the fuck is like wrong with people like we, i was legit getting upset because i was like bro like why the hell would you do that at a concert full of people that's supposed to be nothing but a good time for people to actually like you know like enjoy themselves at like this shit really wasn't making sense to like none of us to be honest with you and like i know like the new york post um the new york times were like posting stuff about um like how uh, Travis Scott is like going under the like he should be the hundred percent blame for it and whatnot, and even you know the stuff that I was like seeing, um, like people talk about on Twitter that wasn't there. Like I saw people like getting like heated debates about why they think Travis Scott you know should be canceled, like why they think you know he should be the one that fought for, like how like this is all his fault, and like I said, like I'm not gonna hide the fact that I'm a Travis Scott fan and I'm trying to you know like approach this from like the most unbiased standpoint like i'm gonna put logic and reason above all else but in my honest opinion i do not think travis scott is should be at 100 percent fault for what happened now granted he does play a part in you know what happened like during it like he definitely could have done more to you know actually i guess like aid the situation but we have to understand like travis scott is a performer like he's not a first responder he's not you know like like none of the stuff that i'm, I'm like people are trying to like classify him as like he's not a security guard he's not you know any of this stuff so like they have people for that like there's people that's supposed to be out there like setting up the venue like getting a prediction of how many people are supposed to be there like travis scott literally is a, like the promoter and the performer like he's promoting it and, and whatnot and like i said i'm gonna keep it a stack with y'all like the stuff that he's done up until this point is very questionable because everybody knows he has the tendency to incite violence and there's also um evidence of him like telling people to break into asteroid like i know some people saying like you know like at him on instagram or twitter saying that they don't have a ticket to asteroid and he was replying to people saying like still come like just break in the gate and there's even some video out there circulating to him um inciting violence um from a fan i guess he jumped into the crowd and whatnot and the fan like uh attempted to steal his shoe he tells the crowd you know to beat that motherfucker's ass like beat him up and stuff like that and i don't agree with any of that like despite all that like that's wrong in any form of capacity like i'm not that fanboyish to know right from wrong so i understand that you know he has you know tendencies and he's has a history of like you know he's even been arrested for it like of inciting violence and like you know getting the crowd to the point where they're actually like harming other people like there's no hiding the fact of that like that's that's already that's already happened like there's evidence of that but 
In this situation, I don't think that we should be looking at him as the fall guy or for the scapegoat of all of this because, like I said, like he's a performer. Like, in my honest opinion, or who I think should share the blame for it, um, I know you guys or probably have not. Um, either way, there's a video of two um, people, like concert goers at the festival. Um, a guy and a girl and you can see them like climbing like the stage or like climbing like some like elevated surface to get like the camera guy's attention to pretty much tell him that you know like this is getting out of hand like people are dying and whatnot and I honestly think that people like that should be more should be held more accountable than you know than what who are we blaming for like Travis Scott Drake and whoever like are under these like allegations of lawsuits because they have the direct power to tell Travis Scott that, that he needed to end this and whatnot. Like, in my opinion, like, you have to think of it from, like, a logical standpoint. Why is it more feasible for me to talk to a guy that's performing that has a headset on that, you know, is pretty much, like, you know, entertaining the show and whatnot? Why is it more feasible for me to talk to him than for me than, than it is for me to talk to somebody that's to my left and to my right of me and that's, like, literally beside me and I like have a better chance to get his attention to get the attention of somebody that's right beside me like 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 i was saying like people were legit like not caring about what other people were going through like if you was to tell somebody that i'm trying to get out like nine times out of ten they were ignoring the fuck out of you because they just want to like be there for the show like why are we not holding responsibility and holding accountability for the people that could have did something like right there then for somebody that's like performing they're supposed to be out there just like hyping the crowd up and i'm gonna address this too like he did stop the show a couple of times and there is a clip of him like saying the words, you know, oh, y'all want me to stop. Y'all want me to stop. Y'all know what y'all came here to do. Chase B, you know, do whatever, like, you know, get crowd back hype. I don't think, and this is my opinion, I don't think he knew the severity of what was happening because I'm pretty sure if he knew people were dying at his concert, then he would have stopped it right there. But people passing out or whatnot, like I said, like this video is of him, like, addressing the fact that people are passing out telling people like make clear of the way so like they can get um the help they need like there's videos of that but people are so stuck on the video of him saying you know oh y'all want me to stop y'all want me to stop like chase b to start that shit back up like oh y'all know what y'all came here to do i've seen that video circulate more than almost anything that is on like social media and I, i'm just trying to figure out like bro like are y'all ignoring the fact that he did stop the show several times but like i just i to say that he didn't know is wrong. Like, there's no way he did not know. But he, I don't think he knew the severity of what was happening. Because you got to think about it. He's one guy looking at tens and thousands of people, like, at a concert. Like, the amount of times that he stopped a concert didn't equate to the amount of times of stuff that was happening. Like, people were passing and falling out. Like, those two, like, don't, like, equate. And... I just want to address another fact too, saying that like there's definitely rumors out there saying that oh this was a sacrifice, like this was like cult behavior, like if you look at like the the balloon head of him, like he's pretty much like symbolizing like some like a portal to hell and stuff like that, like bro stop saying that shit, bro, like legit stop saying that because you're not giving any respect to the people that actually like lost loved ones, saying that their lost loved ones are sacrificed for this man that literally just came out here to like like have a good time or like you know give people what they pay for like everybody knows like how hard travis scott goes for houston how hard he goes for houston fans how much his fans mean to him like to say that he went into that 
festival with intentions of people dying and passing out and doing all that stuff like you're being completely ignorant and disrespectful to the fact of the real intention behind it like stop saying that he wanted this to happen like that's not true at all like he literally did something where he opened up a garden like he like he had like a whole week of events going on like you know and this supposed to be the main event of the festival he had like literally a whole week of events going on where he like getting back to the community and he even said that too and um in like the, his excellent words i'm gonna get to that eventually too he says that you know like we all the purpose of this is to get back to the community of houston like everybody knows like how much travis scott loves houston like he had the mayor of houston gave travis scott the key to the city like like that's not something that you know somebody that has ill intent receives you know what i'm saying and what was I about to say? Yeah, the fact that um, the video of him like saying like you know spread love like there's literally a video that I recorded of him like telling people like a pastor would tell somebody or tell like a pool like tell the congregation at a church like you know look to your neighbor hug your neighbor whatnot like he literally told people to do that before he left out like he said that and then performed his last song goosebumps and i literally went to brianna like i hugged like he was definitely like in a positive mindset like there's no way that you can like look at the first half of the festival and then look at that and say that he had ill intent like he wanted like that thing to occur like he literally was all about he literally is all about spreading love, like, you know, being kind to one another, like, the people that are quick to cancel Travis Scott, like, don't, like, act like you didn't have any reason why you didn't like Travis Scott in the first place, like, and I hate when people say, like, I don't like this person, I don't like that person, like, bro, you never had a conversation with any of these people, like, you don't know what these people have been through, like, you never, like, any, had any interaction with these people, like, you can say, like, you don't like his music, you can say, like, I don't like the way he does this, or, like, this is something that, I don't find like you know like you know pleasurable like attractive about him but don't say you don't like some person that you never met like the only glimpse that we have of travis scott is through the media like we never like actually sat down had a conversation with him or actually like got to pick his brain about anything so the only ideas that you have about this man is through a screen like in all honesty so the reason I like Travis Scott is, like, you know, I do some research. Like, I actually, like, like what he stands for. I like what he does for Houston. I like what he does for his fans. So, that's the reason I like him. But the reason you don't like him is because of some stuff that you get through on the screen. The same way I get through my stuff on the screen, but that makes me a fan of him. Like, that makes me think he's a good person. But you're literally just going off of something that you've seen somebody else say or, like, that you're, like, literally, like, on the bandwagon about. Like, stuff like that really pisses me off because I'm like, bro, like, like who are you to, like, like judge somebody else you know what i'm saying like there's i'm gonna get off that but um like i say like travis scott has had a history of like doing stuff like this it doesn't surprise me that this happened again but there's no way that somebody could have convinced me that um that this would have been the outcome or like this would have been the end result of like this fest this festival and like I said, like, if I was to share um, some of the blame or, like, you know, who I think should be at fault for this, I definitely think Travis Scott should, like, share the responsibility of what happened. And, you know, as far as, like, uh, legal cases and, like, legality, like, he's going to be the person that they're going to sue. Or, like, there's gonna, he's going to be at the tail end of the damages because, like, it's his concert. Like, it has his name on it. I've also heard, you know, rumors and speculation that Drake is going to get sued as well. And Live Nation, the the company is going to get sued as well cat is jack record like his uh, record label is going to get sued so legally they're going to be the ones that suffer from this because it's their name on it like they're the ones that hosted this event 
But as far as like who I think should be personally blamed for this, like I said, the camera guy that ignored the fact that those two people were trying to get his attention to tell Travis Scott. I think the crowd goes like, bro, there's like very little responsibility on people that did not help or the people that made the situation worse. Like, bro, like why are we not holding the people accountable that actually could have directly did something that could have helped the medics, that could have helped the security guards, that could have done something to make this a successful event like why are we not holding those people that did more harm than good or that was directly there at the event um why are we not holding them accountable for what like what went on like like i said when me and those girls brianna were trying to get out like we were in straight survival mode so i couldn't there's no way i could have helped everybody i saw like it was literally like i was trying to make sure that people i came in were straight and i was straight so like there's only so much that you can do in a situation like that like that because you're literally in survival mode but um there's just like a couple things that you know i want to like give a shout out to like, i know um like moving forward i knew tra i knew roddy rich said that he was donating all his proceeds to um the people the families that were impacted by this the deaths of the loved ones and the people that are still in the hospital like that's that's very big of him to do that like he didn't have to do that because like i said he was just somebody that was invited to perform at astroworld and he just um was going above and beyond so that's that's big kudos to him um i think where it needs to start out with travis i feel like he needs to um pay for the funerals of you know the people that passed away i'm not saying that's all he should do i'm saying that's a good start like that's the least he can do is by paying for the funeral arrangements of the people that passed away like you know giving something to their loved ones or whatever and for the people that's out there like you know like saying oh where's my refund where's my refund like bro like you're literally a part of the problem like you're being insensitive to like what actually happened like you left there like unharmed like very little to no damages but there are people that still like are mourning the deaths of their loved ones like nobody wants to get a phone call from somebody in regards to you know their loved one went to a concert and they didn't make it bad like nobody wants to get that phone call and like for you to like be worried about a refund and you know stuff that you know really doesn't pertain to like the morality of the situation like that really says a lot about you and to be honest with you like i got my ticket like way in advance of the, of the concert so i was able to like live like without that money like if i get a refund i get a refund i would like a refund but it's not something that i'm like hurting for because i've already like lived and i've already like you know like navigated without that money so it's not like i'm like that's my main number one priority like what i'm trying to like get people to understand is that like there's more to the surface or there's more into this story than what you're thinking of and that's really the reason that i want to get on this platform and like, i really wanted to express to people that yes it was bad like it was a terrible event like it was tragic like there's no way this should have happened but let's look more than beyond let's look beyond like the persons whose name is on this like there were several different factors that went into this tragic event like let's stop like trying to find the easy scapegoat let's, try, let's try, stop trying to find the the easy way out and really start to ask the real question like who really should be at fault for this and how this could have been prevented and how we can do better moving forward um that's really all my opinions about it so far um i want there to be um if i had to say like there's anything that you know i would want i want there to be better accountability for concert goers like there's been like many like concerts where like people will pass out and like other people will like help them up and like everybody will make sure everybody's straight 
there needs to be a return of that. We need to get back to actually like caring about one another, like having each other's like well-being in mind and stop being selfish. Like stop like trying like like there's nothing wrong with having a good time. Like I'm not saying you can't have a good time, but your good time your good time should not come at the expense of someone else's safety, someone else's like chances of living. Like that's when the line gets crossed at. Like there's no way that you should be able to have a good time and like really be centimeters inches away from someone else that's like fighting for their lives like bro like we have to get back to understanding that bro like the world will be such will be so much of a better place if we just return it back to love like we get back to like caring for one another like you know you don't have to be buddy buddy with people like you know, i'm not saying you got to be everybody's friend that you come in contact with like any like given stranger but you can still be a decent person a decent well-being and still like you know like keep it cordial like keep it respectful like there's nothing saying that you have to be like the best of friends with everybody you meet but i feel like we as humans as you know like people we should have some kind of responsibility to make sure that you know like if we see somebody hurting or we see somebody is in a bad situation that we help them out like bro like, there's nothing wrong with doing that like why are we like, we have to get out of a selfish mindset, bro. Like, that's literally, like, the only thing that I'm asking, like, moving forward. Because, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about it now. Like, that's just a sad truth of it. Like, we can, you know, point the blame. Like, we can, like, do all this. Like, Travis Scott, Drake, like, Live Nation, they can pay all these millions of dollars in these lawsuit cases. But none of that is going to erase what happened. None of that is going to bring the people back. Like, none of that is going to, like, like like help the people that you know got injured like it covering medical costs but none of that is going to undo the damage that's already been done the only thing that we can do moving forward that will be better for us like for everybody is to change the way we think change the way we interact with each other change like all like everything leading up to this point because um there's going to be like there's uh i'm supposed to be going to day in vegas uh next week or this week um for that festival and travis scott is still listed as the headliner performer on you know that festival so on saturday and a lot of people are telling me that you know like travis scott performs like i'm not gonna attend because i've seen how astral world fest is like to me personally like i'm still gonna you know go to the festival i'm still gonna like you know go to the day that he's headlining if he still happens to headline um i, I honestly want to see like travis scott bounce back from this i'm not gonna like you know sugarcoat anything i want to see him get redemption from this because this is like is a very unfortunate event i'm not gonna go into you know the video he posted the the, the you know message he gave on his instagram and stuff like that like like that's that's stuff that, you know, probably his PR team told him to do in all honesty. And like, but I honestly feel like there, like he honestly feels bad about this situation and, you know, the things that happened. And there's no way that you can convince me after what I just said about his part message, like the way he was stopping the concert in the middle of it. Like, there's no way you can convince me that this is something that he wanted to happen after all, like looking at everything from beginning to end. So, bro, let's just get back to like caring for one another. Let's get back to love. Let's just, like, do better as human beings to prevent something like this from happening. Because, like I said, there's nothing we can do about it now. But what we can do is move forward and try to be better people and, like, learn from this experience. I hate that it happened. I wish it didn't have to happen. I really wanted this festival to get off in the right way and be a success. But, unfortunately, um, some people were not able to leave in the same way they came in. And some people, you know, didn't make it out, unfortunately. So, 
um, keep those people, keep those families in your prayers and your thoughts. Uh, make sure that, you know, um, you're checking on your loved one. Make sure that, you know, the people that were at that concert and they saw something very traumatic, like that kid I was telling y'all about earlier. Make sure that, you know, the people that were there, check up on them. Make sure their, like, mental health is straight. Um, like, I was, I, I was talking to one of my profiles, um, like, after the fact on Saturday. And he said, like, bro, like, some people go their whole lives without seeing, like, a dead body or seeing somebody die in front of them. So, to actually, like, see that and how young that kid was, um, I'm imagine like, he's probably going to be, you know, traumatized. He's probably going to be, like, not okay for, like, the rest of his life. So, Make sure like y'all keep y'all are keeping y'all mental health, y'all keeping y'all emotional well being like as best as y'all can because these are like real life incidents, real life experiences that can mess you up for like the rest of your life. So seek the um the professional, like seek the help that you need, not just, you know, from this concert, but like just this is a call to action, like just to make sure your mental health is straight. Like, make sure like you're receiving the help that you need, and get rid of the stigma that there needs to be something wrong with you in order to receive mental help. Um, receive mental help, and like I said, like y'all just stay safe out there. Um, spread love, just be kind to of one another, and let's just do better as people moving forward. Like, it's easy to point the blame at one person, but hold ourselves accountable for what we expect somebody else to do. But this is Marquise Wyman um, checking in with y'all. Um, like I said, I appreciate everybody that checked in on me and, you know, are continuing to. And I really appreciate everything that y'all been doing for me so far, like listening to the way they ate. Um, shout out to all the people that were at the concert that made it out safe that I was actually able to interact with, to have a good time with, to have a conversation with. And, you know, uh, y'all just, y'all be safe out there. Stay safe. Peace.